this is Drive John, the podcast where we're driving to or from work. Uh, today is a little bit different as I adjust these to a better position. There we go. Today is a little bit different when it comes to um, driving to or from work. I'm actually driving to work from another workplace. So basically, I'm not leaving my house. I'm leaving another location and I'm going to uh, said uh, regular location. And I'm just transporting items uh, from one location to another location. It's one of the things I do here and there. Um, Usually it's not that far, so I don't really get an opportunity to record a long piece of uh, content. But today is a little different. So um, I'm kind of excited about... uh, I'm kind of excited about the new path that I've chosen. I've, I've touched on it at the end of the baseball uh, prep uh, thing that I was talking about last time. So basically I was talking about prepping baseball and, and how the springtime is going to be pretty exciting and how, you know, during the uh, fall and near to the end of December, uh, you know, the, the winter months, we're going to go ahead and continue to try to get, you know, baseball going and that kind of stuff. But then when spring comes around, that's when we're, and that's when we're really going to get it going. So Anyway, I, um, I'm excited about that, but we're not talking about that today. Today, we're talking about the next venture, the, the next piece of content, the next little bit that I'm going to go into. Now, I, I done a goal update, and I don't think I published it. Uh, I was recapping some of the stuff that I did, some of the items and, and information that I was looking into to try to achieve. Um, and basically, I was pretty jacked up about the idea of uh, getting a, a PHR, a per Professional Human Resource Certificate. Now, that's kind of what I want to talk about in this entry, uh, I guess, uh, is the PHR. So I- I'm going to take about two to three months and start reading and, and notarize, like familiarizing myself with um, the material the information that they're that they're wanting me to know um, and then I plan on taking this test somewhere around November December uh, getting ready to, to, to knock it out get it finished I would assume it'd take a month to get the certification it could be something like hey the next day they let you know you passed or the next day they let you know that you failed whichever way um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and do that and then basically end of December, January, February, start looking for some other opportunities. Now, it's funny that I bump into an individual that toots his own horn. Now, this this is a general manager at a location that I was talking with. Yeah, I'm top five in this. I'm top five in that. You know, I'm number one in my district. I'm sales. I've got this. I've got that. And I'm just like, yeah, but you don't have a staff. Like, if you would focus a little bit more on treating people better, treating the people that work for you better, uh, you could be achieving so much more. And when I mean so much more, I mean an immense amount more than, than what you have been. And I think that's clearly on him. You know, he fails to realize and fails to see, you know, exactly where he, he, he he's, fall, he's failing. Um, I'm not going to take away the credit. Those numbers are, are his, you know, the fact that he's still a guy who can come in and and do x y and z that's awesome 
He's still a guy who can be productive, and uh, he's still a guy who can achieve all these things, even with the short the short staff. Um, but to me, it just screams. To me, it screams like a a clear signal that he's not a good manager. And I know it's 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 very harsh to sit here and try to criticize people and try to hate on people. I know what it sounds like. I know how it sounds. But objectively, if you have a staff of individuals that do not want to work for you, it's a you problem, right? Don't get me wrong. There are conflict of interest and there's personality differences and you can have money disputes. All those things, completely understand. Not saying they're not there. Not saying they're not a real factor. But if you have seven employees and most stores average 40 to 35 to 30 to 40 employees, depending on it, and you probably have maybe 22 between salary managers and all this other stuff, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot. So investing in, and my, my advice to the guy was, Hey, you got to invest in people. You have to invest in people because I know you can do this and you could probably do this for a sustained and elongated point in time. But you also need to make sure that you're growing some of these people around you, that you're investing the time to make them better so that they can make somebody else better and then they can make somebody else better. So the only way you truly grow is by investing in the people around you. And I don't mean that, in the, oh yeah, now you know, you know, let's go and hug and sing kumbaya, but even if it is some touchy-feely bullshit, it's the truth. Because if I have an assistant, you know, assistant person, and that assistant trains two assistants, now I have four people that are trained very similar to the way that I want them to. So when I say, hey, do this, or when I say, do that, or when I say, hey, we need to look at this, we need to consider that, more or less, it's going to be instilled and trained in them that this is what we're trying to go for. You know, all those things aside, I, I look at it from a very, very realistic point of view. Like, hey, realistically, this is what we need to do. So you have those four key people now. And let's say that's your management team. And your management team is, is good. And, that you know, they understand what you're trying to do. So now you got to find some key employees. If each one of your managers and you train a key employee, that's eight people. And each one of those key employees trains another person, right? That's eight employees, four managers. Counting yourself, obviously. And it's just a multiplier, right? That's that's how you multiply the forces. That's how you that's how you gain an advantage. And not everybody that's trained is going to be great. Not everybody that's that's um, you know on your staff is going to be amazing. But there are things that they can do. There's ways that you can utilize them to where you can find some success. And I, I look at it from a point of view of this guy. This guy's going to kill himself in six months if he continues if he continues this path without duplication. It's going to be a really rough and tough road for him. And honestly, from my point of view, ain't nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to run his store. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, train his staff. I'm not going to do any of those things. That's up to him to do that stuff. So 
you know, as much as I, I would want this band to do well, that's not something that I'm going to actively try to help him with. Not that I hate him or anything. That's not, you know, that's not the intention here. That's not the, I guess that's not the, the purpose. I'm, I'm just saying like, hey man, you know, you're having a rough time. You might want to try to invest in some people that can duplicate their skills and, you know, and, and put you in a position where you can win. Maybe, you know, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm just, you know, maybe that's what you would want. But again, not everybody can do it and not everybody's going to do it. And for better or for worse, better or for worse, that's the situation he finds himself in. So then now me, I'm thinking, well, you know, what led to uh, my departures? Like, specifically, what led to individuals leaving me in the past? What led to them deciding that it wasn't a good situation? Or what led to them feeling like they were dissatisfied? I mean, everybody's going to be different, first off. Everybody's going to have different reasons. You know, I have one individual who's leaving because, you know, she's uh, going to be a teacher, and it's like, okay, you know, I, I don't think in the pay structure she was in and the skills and abilities she has, I don't think management was really at this point something as an option, um, you know, she's still relatively young, she's got a lot of different things, so I think this, you know, permanent substitute position that she's signed on for is a great move for her, you know, I look at somebody who is like my assistant, my, my direct person, you know, the relationship was never solid, like we didn't, we don't bro it up, but I think we understood like for the business, this is what we wanted to do. And this is how we wanted to work it. And, um, you know, I've learned some valuable lessons, but at the same time, I've also learned some things that, uh, I'm going to take with me. Some things I'm going to be extremely cautious about, you know, when the relationship isn't good, we need to sit down and discuss and talk and try to figure out why this isn't working. You know, the guy had flaws, but I don't think there were things that I would have terminated him for, right? And, and again, there's never, the discussion was never that. Yeah, so the discussion was never, how can I let, I'm not going to use his real name, but Nicholas, right? How can I let St. Nicholas go, right? Christmas is up in there. I'm seeing this guy put up Christmas stuff as if it's, you know, whatever. So let's go with Nicholas. Uh, you know wasn't my intention to ne to let Nicholas go. No, never. Did I want to keep him on the staff? Definitely, yes. You know, I, I look at it from a uh, specific point of view of, would I have let him go for any of his stuff? No. So really, ultimately, the question for me is, like, how? How is it that I can attempt to reconcile that piece and the truth is in my opinion he was dissatisfied with where he was at you know he spent uh so many years working underneath me that he thought he could do the job which i in some ways think that he can instead of having the conversation of when's my time where's my time let me have the opportunity you know that kind of thing it's one of those like okay
You know, now I start thinking about the stuff that I want my new person to start learning and how to experience this and, and what's the, what's the, um, course of action, what's the right course of action, you know, like what's the, that I need to put into place to make the next Nicholas successful, right? Like, what what do I need to train? What are some of the philosophies that I need to put in? How is the, like I say, right way to think about things? But what is the right course of action to approach certain things? I think the one philosophy we have is if somebody's going to quit on you, like quit on the spot, they're done. There's no coming back. Like, I think that that's a firm way of thinking. Like, no, they quit on the spot. There's no way we can come back. I, I think that was a disciplinary thing that, you know, he had a favorite person um, that worked, you know, on, on, a, on, a, on a separate shift. And she may or may not have been a stripper in the past, apparently. So... It's just one of those things like, okay, I can understand why he would be infatuated with her. I mean, the guy was 300 and something pounds, you know, he's a, a shorter, eh, he's probably a little taller than me, but you know, he's, he's a guy who probably spent a little time in some of those places and you know, that's little dainty little stick girl is what he's interested in looking at. Okay. Well, I can understand that. But that should have no bearing on any kind of relationships or business relationships that we have. I didn't quite see it that way. Oh, no, we should hire her back. She's going through a rough time. You know, yada, yada, yada. I was like, yeah, I don't care about any of that. Because ultimately, you made a decision to leave the company in a non-professional way. Uh, you gave no notice, no... Um, no inkling of actually trying to make it better. Like for us, it's not like you came in and said, Hey, I'm going through some stuff. Uh, you know, just bear with me. And I think that we can go ahead in a couple of days, come to an agreement where, you know, X, Y, and Z is, is fine. You know, I can, I can get back on track. I just need a couple of days. Like that was never a discussion. Like they never discussed that. It was just, you know, straight up, I quit, I'm done, I'm out, y'all can deal with it, y'all can have it. And that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me at all. But it worked for him. The disagreement we had was just that. Well, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal, you know, she got stressed out, and, uh, you know, I think we should bring her back. No, I don't see it that way. I see it as somebody who is going to do it again. Not only will they do it again, they'll do it probably sooner and more aggressive. We're giving a second opportunity, a second chance. And I honestly, I'm okay with giving second chances on certain things. But it's a second chance as if, hey, I need two or three days to just kind of clear my hair, my head, get this stuff out of my out of my, my thing, and then I can come back you know, better and stronger. And... I understand that, and I think we would all listen to that, and we would be receptive to that, but 
when you just straight up leave and say, hey, that's it, I'm kicking rocks, peace out, and then beg for your job back, it's not, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you can be an asset to the team, but unfortunately, I don't think you'll be an asset for this team anymore. You've quit. You say you learned your lesson, but there's no evidence of that. There is no uh, indication that that would be something that you would actually do. Um, we're good. We're, we're going to go ahead and move forward with the team that we have. So, Nicholas, in this example, is kind of doing the same thing, and, and, and you know he did more or less the same thing. And uh, my stance was fucked up. No, ain't having that. Ain't doing that. Not going to allow an individual to control that kind of stuff. Right? I'm not going to allow an individual to give me a sob story and then it's like, oh, you know what? Perfect. No big deal. No big deal. Right? We'll have it. We'll have it changed and done in no time. We'll be back in. In like Flynn. Come back. Uh, open arm. No, I ain't doing that shit. That's not me. I'm not a guy who's like, oh, come back, open arms. That's not me. Nor will it ever be me, to be honest. You burn a bridge, you burn it. It's done. And it's unfortunate. And I wish you all the best. And I hope you can find help and seek happiness. But I'm not going to ever accept a dude to do that to me. Because if I accept it today... If I allow it today, I am accepting it tomorrow. So, it's a hell no for me. Big, big dog, you gotta go somewhere else. Now, the company has a different stance. You quit on me, that's fine. We'll bring you back, no big deal. That's the company that I work for. And that's why I started looking into this PHR. Simply because the PHR is a way for me to understand a little bit more of the human resource side of things. Um, you know, understand liabilities, or at least from the corporate setting or from a company setting, how to understand different things. I like understanding a little bit more about the labor law because I do not feel like I'm fully equipped in that. There's a lot of benefits that I'm going to be able to get out of some of these things and taking a certificate like this. The problem is I'm just going to spring this on my employer and say, yeah, I got certified in a PHR. Um, pay for it. They can choose. You know, they can choose to to withhold money from me, I guess, or they can choose, you know, hey, you have a, an X amount of time contract. But no, I, I plan on getting a professional degree and saying, hey, like another professional, you have a master's degree, you know, I've got a bachelor's degree in communications. It's like, what else is there? Right? It's like. Do I really need to go and get like an MBA then? Is that kind of what you want to see? You see MBA and a PHR? Because I could get that, no problem. You're just going to pay for the majority of it. It would be nice to go back and go to school and <clears throat> become educated and, you know, more educated, I guess, but become proficient in different things. And, um, take my life somewhere else, right? I want to take it and go somewhere else with this. I'm not saying I'm going to leave my company. I'm just saying that 
because I deal with the Nicholases of the world and I deal with, uh, you know, said other individual people. It's like you're, you're never seen as somebody who's capable of doing X, Y, and Z. You're never seen as that. You know, I've got this situation and human resources don't want to call me back. They don't want to listen to me. That's fine. They don't even want to send me a message back. Okay. That's fine. I'll get a PHR and I'll be out the door. I'll go to another company where I'll be probably a district manager, $20,000, dollars $40,000 more, uh, doing the exact same thing I'm doing now. And, you know, it's just it's just extra icing on the cake. I'm just more capable, more capable, capable to perform. The crazy thing is that I meet this other guy and he's, you know, pretty much gonna break his arm, jacking himself off. And it's like, I'm the, I'm the best thing. I'm, I'm so amazing. I'm number one, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm number one in this, I'm number one in this, I'm number one in that. Okay, cool story. You know, I'm, oh, I'm dedicated, I'm super great. Okay. You know, real nice story. Appreciate you sharing. But nobody's going to work for you, man. I don't know if you've noticed this. Nobody's working for you. You've got like seven people that work for you on one side. There's probably like nine people on the other side. And uh, that's about it. I, I do find it amusing. Like for me, I find it amusing because... I just, I don't know what kind of aspirations that guy has. Basically, I'm pretty sure they'll use him as the district manager for Houston, which is fine. Hey, that's cool. He's going to take that district to new levels. And you got somebody like Josh, who's like the CFO of the company. You know, it is what it is. It's whatever. And I wondered if I could have a... Josh, I'd like to have a five-minute conversation with you, a ten-minute conversation with you, and just kind of ask, hey, man, appreciate your time. Appreciate you taking my call. I wanted to go ahead and schedule something that where I could be. So I just want to know, first off, is it just you and me on this conversation? There's not an open line somewhere where other people are listening, and, you know, it's, it's just between you and me, right? Okay. Awesome. Good. I, just, I mean, if not, then by all means, they could be included in the conversation. But I just want to talk to you directly. So I've been a I've been a blah 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 with your company for so long, and I guess ultimately that conversation for me would go something along the lines of, you know, how am I valued in this company? Um, what do I need to do to move into the next level? And then what are my options for the next level? Because you know, right now it feels like all I have is just this one path, maybe a secondary path, um, which I'm open to, but I don't even know if those are things that is, are going to be even available for me at some point, right? Like, you know, I, let's say that, you know, Hey, you're also a, a district, another district manager in a bigger district or a human resource development person, or, you know, we move into um, training coordinator or that kind of stuff, right? You know, that's where my skills are. That's where my degree lies. You know, is there a way that I could utilize my uh, expertise for the company or, you know, do some side projects or something? Because I feel stagnant here. Um, I feel like this is not my true calling. Um, 
I will continue to do the work because I need to do the work. If you know what I mean. But at some point, at some point, I'm looking at growing, and I want to grow with the company. The last thing I'll ask is about uh, what's your name, Nicholas. That's not, you know, that's not his real name, but whatever. I'll ask about Nicholas and say, hey, you know, so can, can you explain to me why the decision was made to keep a guy who openly quit on his team? The fact that you're going to try to continue to put him in a position of power for the company, I'm not sure that's a long term goal. Right? This guy wants to be a district manager. He, he can't. He can't. Uh, he can't strategize the schedule. He can't anticipate people's human emotions or human needs. Like he doesn't prioritize the group over the individual. He's selfish in that regard. But I think a lot of us are selfish. So you know, I can't really blame him for some of these things. But these are things that will come up as topics of discussion. You're trying to hold him to make it better. Now, obviously, I'm not ever considered for anything, right? Nobody ever comes and talks to me about stuff that, you know, they can make them better or anything like that. Nobody's ever talking to Sabi about X, Y, and Z. They're just not. I get it. I understand it. I'm not truly upset about it. I just want to say, hey, I'm giving you all a fair shot to do something with me because I'm going to look at other places that will, you know?
can you help me, I guess, remedy these, these, uh, these ideas? So, like for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I can, I can try. Or maybe they bring me a problem and say, hey, what's the best way you think you can fix this? solution is the absolute perfect solution, but identifying a problem is going to help. So I, um, I got a feeling like I could really do a lot to help. I got a feeling like I could really add some value and I just, it's not that I'm recast, not casting the raw. I just don't think I'm being asked. So I guess the thing I would ask is what's a project? What's a it's a problem that we need to try to find a solution to. Take it from that perspective and see and see how it goes. But maybe it's just again, maybe I'm best served just going somewhere else, doing something else. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I have a guy that I was talking with just this morning about maybe becoming another assistant on one of the staffs that I have. And um, the, the crazy thing is I'm treating him like I think they're treating me. They're already judging the calf. They're already judging the piece. It's like, can this guy be assertive? Can this guy be, hey, you know, we'll do this, we'll do this. You know, can this guy be a leader? Basically, I'm trying to evaluate that and assess it and see kind of where he would land on it. And ultimately, I, I think he's he rates pretty well. He's got a degree. You know, he's got a couple of different things that I'm like, I mean, we could fast track him. Definitely could fast track him if we needed to. But we kind of don't need to. Let's develop him and see what he's got. And then, hey, man, this is some of the stuff that I think you should be aware of. Um, that kind of stuff, right? But, um, yeah, it's something that I've got a lot of pet projects. I've got a lot of decisions. I've got a lot of options. And I need to know exactly where we're going with X, Y, and Z. So, you know, what's, what's, the, what's the course of action? What do we do? So, once I get that down, I'll be like, okay, well, hey. You know, I've got some interesting pieces. Got some ideas. So, anyway, this has been Drive Time. Appreciate everybody listening. Um, this long rambling episode is brought to you by me. I don't have sponsors. I don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's been brought to you by me. Check me out. <laughs> okay, well. Thank you, and we will talk to you, catch you down the road.